Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to the I Love Cambridge Show. Happy 2021. Man, what a year we had last year. It was insane, and we're still in the thick of this whole pandemic. Uh, who knows when it's going to end? Looks like there's some light at the end of the tunnel here with this vaccine and all that kind of thing. But anyway, I, I just wanted to reach out and, and send you out a broadcast because of some of the stuff that's going on in the market. I got to tell you, I have never seen so much insanity in a real estate market in my entire career. I've been in the business since 1987. Never, ever seen a market act the way it's acting right now. I mean, you're seeing properties you know, some of them, yeah, they can be fictitiously low in terms of their list price to try and attract multiple offers. But still, this stuff is insane. You're seeing more properties in our community sell for, you know, on that million dollar brink than I've ever, ever seen in my career. It's amazing. Tons of people flocking out of Toronto, coming into the Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, uh, Guelph, Brantford market. It's just insane. So, what I wanted to do is I wanted to record a podcast here for you guys because when you come into the real estate market, there's some things that you need to know about what's going on in today's market. So I've got something here. I've got 10 points here, 10 things you should know about buying a house in today's market. These things, these points are not in any particular order and I'm going to start right from the top, okay? And again, uh, this was just sort of a brain dump here. Some of them came up. Uh, one is not more important than the other. They're all very important. So listen very carefully. So point number one, houses are selling for way more than what they're listed for. Okay, so basically what that means is when you see a home listed for 500000 or 600000 don't be that person that thinks you can get it for that price or lower. These are, properties are typically selling for anywhere from 105 to 125 percent of their list price. It all depends on the strategy that the listing agent has used. Because here's what they're doing: listing prices are no longer "I'll start here and I'll settle for less." What they are is they're almost like going to an auction and a listing price is almost like an opening bid. So list prices are typically uh, just being used to attract more buyers to the to the uh, offer table and it's working. So don't be surprised if you end up with a bunch of offers on the table. So when you're shopping, make sure that you're shopping well below your price range. So in other words, anywhere from 5% to 25%. If you see a really good deal, folks, there is no such thing as a good deal. You know what a good deal is in today's market? The one that you get. Most of them you'll, you won't stand a chance of getting. So just keep that in mind. List prices have nothing to do with what they sell for. They're going to sell for way more. Okay. Point number two, conditional offers have very little to no chance of getting accepted. Okay, so if you're going to go in and make an offer on a property and you're going to put in a condition on finance or a condition on inspection or a condition on sale of property, good luck. It's not getting accepted. Not That's not going to happen. Now, keep in mind, you still have to do your due diligence here. If you feel that there are concerns about the condition of the property and you want an inspection, get the inspection done before you actually make the offer. Most of these properties are... 
Uh, they've been given a, a sort of a window of time to make an offer. So in other words, if it got listed today, they won't be looking at offers until five to seven days from now. That'll give you time to go in there with an inspector. Some sellers are actually doing a pre-selling inspection. Most of them are not. So just keep that in mind. And then in terms of your financing, make sure that you have that in check. But one thing that I want to warn you of is make sure that if you make an offer, unconditional, unconditional on financing, there's two elements to financing that you got to keep in mind. Number one, do you qualify for the payments? And number two, is the house worth what you're paying for it? Because if at the end of the day, if all of a sudden an appraiser comes in and appraises that property fifty dollars or $100,000 less than what you paid for it, guess who's got to come up with that spread? You do. You got to come up with that extra down payment. And if you don't, guess what happens? You open yourself up to litigation and potentially losing the deposit. So be very, very careful in doing it. But keep in mind that if you make an offer on a property and you put in conditions, the chances of you're getting, getting your offer accepted are slim to none. Okay. Number three, some listings are requiring the deposit up front. So in other words, what ends up happening is when you do an offer on a property, most of the times what we're used to is we pay the deposit upon acceptance. So in other words, you make your offer. If your offer happens to get accepted, then you write the listing agent a check. Okay. Now what these guys are doing, because there's so much funny business going on in the real estate market today, what they require is the deposit up front and it also has to be in the form of a bank draft. So keep that in mind. So when you want to make an offer and your buyer's agent says, hey, there's a $10,000 or a $25,000 deposit required up front, you better be prepared to write a check. Now keep in mind, you're not going to lose that deposit if your offer doesn't get accepted, but you have to have your due process and check. You got to have your ducks in a row because if a listing agent makes that requirement and you don't, you don't have it, then your offer is not going to get entertained. Okay. Number four, sellers are holding off offers to a specified date. I already kind of uh, touched on that earlier. So basically what that means is what they're doing is they're holding off offers for five to seven days after the house hits the market. That means that when when your prop, when the listing goes on the market, you go and see it on the same day, you want to make an offer on it, guess what? The seller is not going to entertain your offer. Now, keep in mind that even though that instruction is in there, I would always try and do what's called a bully offer or a preemptive offer. Because having had just gone through the, the process myself, I just sold my house in, in November. And I got to tell you, I was so overwhelmed by the amount of people that came through my property I, I was thinking to myself, I would be more than happy to entertain a preemptive offer and get this whole circus over with. So keep in mind that even though people are telling you that they're going to hold off offers, throw a preemptive offer at them anyway. Who knows? They might take it. And then all of a sudden you got yourself a deal. Okay. Now keep that in mind. Now, again, don't forget that with a preemptive offer, you're not going to get it for list price. What you need to do is you need to keep in mind that you got to make them an offer they can't refuse. So in other words, they're willing to accept your offer before the offer date because they don't think anybody's going to come back higher. So are you going to overpay for the property? Yeah, more than likely you are. But guess what? You're going to get the property instead of being the one watching the new buyer celebrate in their new house and you're still looking from the outside. Okay? So keep that in mind. Number five, it is a seller's market. So you know, buyers, you guys got nothing to, you guys got, you got no power here. So if you're, you're, if you're waving around, hey, you know, I'm a buyer. 
can you can you uh, you see what this guy's going to take? Buyers are a dime a freaking dozen here. Don't forget that it is a seller's market. They got more to pick from of buyers than they ever ever had. Okay, number six, it's an escalating market. So this is good news because what happens is is when you buy a property and you feel you overpaid for it, you know the market's escalating at such a pace that in one or two or three months you're actually going to be ahead of the market. You know, I just bought a property with my son and we haven't closed on it yet. Well, we bought it in uh, just before Christmas and the price that we paid for it, I thought I was out of my mind. I kept myself awake at night thinking, oh my God, I just overpaid for a property. But you know what? Now in hindsight, because the market's escalated so much, I think I got a deal. So keep that in mind. We're in an escalating market and this is not um, you know, a flip situation. You're moving into this thing. You're probably going to be in there five to seven years. Don't worry about it. Even if you did overpay for it, the market will fix itself. Number seven, there's a pandemic going on. Uh, do your due diligence and before you go look at the property. Now, I, I make this point because I just recently had a buyer that we actually just dumped because these buyers were calling me with lists of 10 to 15 homes that they wanted to see. And I, I, I really had to question how serious they were. I said, first of all, folks, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We can't just go look at 10 or 15 homes. Uh, coordinating these showings are a nightmare because you can't have more than one person in the property. The second thing is, is if you're not interested in the property, why are we wasting these people's time? And why are we exposing you and exposing them to potentially being exposed to the virus? Okay, so keep in mind, this is a pandemic, okay? So there's three things that I recommend you do before you go look at a property. Number one, vet the property by way of a virtual tour. Number two, uh, and I should say the second part to that is vet the property with a Google Street View. Go on to Google Street View, look around the street and see if there's anything you don't like. If you don't like it, cancel the appointment, okay? Don't go look at it. Number two, get pre-approved for a mortgage. Don't waste people's time if you don't think you're going to be able to put the deal together. Get get a pre-approval for a mortgage and make sure that you can qualify to borrow money. Lending has changed quite a bit these days. So you'd be surprised at maybe how much you can get or maybe how much you can't get. So before you go wasting anybody's time, get pre-approved for a mortgage. Number three, sign a buyer agency agreement. All right. When you're dealing with buyer's agents, these guys are working like dogs. Okay, if you're just going to go around and just willy nilly go look at properties, you're not being very nice. These guys are working really, really hard. Make a commitment to one agent and stick with them. They're going to help you through the process. You're probably going to lose out on a half a dozen homes, but nonetheless, stick with one agent. Stop being a turkey and make sure that you're fair to everybody in the industry. All right. Number eight, only two or three people in the house max. So when you go look at the property, don't take mom and dad and aunt and uncle and everybody else under the sun to go look at the house. Two or three people max, that's it. And secondly, no kids. Don't bring your kids along. I, you know, I've been in the business for 33, 33 years, and sometimes uh, a misbehaving kid can really wreak havoc on looking at a property. You don't need a kid going in and out of somebody's toys and room and all that kind of stuff. We're in the middle of a pandemic here, folks. Keep your kids at home. Find a sitter for them. Do something, but don't bring kids on a showing, okay? Number nine, uh, the rate you pay is not what you're qualified for. 
Okay, so again, this is just going back to uh, the, the qualifying rate and the actual borrowing rate. So when you go out and get a mortgage today, mortgages are under 2% these days, anywhere from 1.5 to 2, depending on the lending institution that you're with. But you're going to be qualified based on 4.79%. Those are the rules. Those are the B20 rules. You've got to follow them. So if you think, wow, that's a real low payment, I should be able to handle it, no problem. Well, can you handle it at 4.79? Because that's the way the math is going to be done, okay? And then the very last thing I want to caution you on, number 10, is if you got something to sell, buy it, buy something first before you sell. You know, I got a buyer, or I got a, a buyer right now that's got a property to sell, and he wants to put his property on the market and then go out and shop. I told him, you're crazy. What's going to happen is your property's going to sell and you're going to have nowhere to go. Getting into the real estate market today is tough, okay? You're, it, it's not for the faint at heart. You're gonna, it's going to take time to get you a, uh, a property. And if you got something to sell, trust me, your property will sell. If you have to get a certain amount of money for it, well, then it is what it is. Do the math. Make sure you can do it. But nonetheless, if you're moving, really analyze why you want to have to, why you're moving and why you have to move. But if you're going to sell a property in order to buy the next one, buy first, do not sell. You will end up homeless if you don't. Those are the 10 points that I wanted to bring to your attention, and I hope they help. And if you have any other questions, by all means, please feel free to reach out to me at Walter at MaximumResults.ca or 519-240-0360. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.